Welcome to Nutrition Grad Guide. I'm your host, Shana Sapi, a qualified nutritionist and multi-passionate entrepreneur. I created this podcast to help nutrition grads just like you navigate your way into a career and a life that you love. In each episode, I'm going to bring you interviews with experts in the nutrition and health field, exploring a range of different career pathways. We'll learn about what they do, how they got there, and their advice to help you grow a successful career as a nutritionist or a natural health professional. Thank you for tuning in. This week's guests on the podcast, yes, that's right, there's two guests this week, are Lockie and Matteo from the podcast, The Nutrition Expedition. Now, this is a podcast that I have personally been on and some of our other amazing guests that have been on Nutrition Grad Guide has also been on their podcast and I love what they're doing with it and they are a beautiful testament for the fact that you don't have to be qualified in the industry yet to start going after your dreams and start creating a positive impact in the nutrition and health world. So thank you for being here with me today, boys. It's great to have you. Thank you. Thank you so much for having us today. It's my pleasure. Let's get started by talking about how you each got interested in the health and nutrition space. So I'll start that one off. Um, So my journey, I guess, began in probably year 10. And I was a bit overweight at the time and I wasn't doing too well in school. And I had a teacher who was like, you're not focusing and you're not doing much. I wanted to get into the gym. And then that was sort of like my spark moment. I was like, I'm not happy with my body. I wasn't confident. And then I changed everything. I started to run every morning. I didn't have any idea about nutrition. Started to run every morning and I decided I wouldn't have any dessert. So I don't know how I managed it, but for a year and a half, no dessert. And people were probably thinking, who's this insane guy? Like looking back, I, I don't understand how I did it. But no dessert. And then about a year later, I saw something online. It was like, carbs are bad. Cut out like, not all carbs, but like your pastas, rice, breads, all that sort of stuff. Don't know how I managed that as well. Yeah. And then get to end of school, I ruptured my ACL. And while everyone was out <clears throat> partying and like hanging out with their friends, I was sort of at home recovering. So during my free time, I started to actually learn about nutrition and sort of science behind it. and I basically fell in love with it. And from there, um, I've just been going like on about it. Yeah, basically, that's basically it. <laughs> yeah, and a bit different for me. I, I, I was um, always quite interested in tennis as a kid. I started when I was four years old and um, quite intense training schedule throughout my whole life. Um, I've, I've gone up until I was 18 years old training and, and playing. So um, I went quite well. Um, Obviously, I, play, I played overseas quite a bit and I trained over there for for a while after I finished high school, and I yep. uh, just came back to came back to Australia, back, back to Sydney, and I had a very similar thing to Lockie, where you sort of you find something and you cut it out of your diet because you think it's going to work. Um, and for me, you know, the amount of amount of hours I was training, I could eat twenty Big Macs and it would be uh, off my body in about fourteen uh, fourteen hours of training. So. Mm-hmm. Um, I got home and I was like, you know, like I got to, I'm not training as much as I was. So I got to cut down the amount of food I'm eating and the amount of carbs I'm eating because I'm not burning it off. Let alone I was still training three hours a day, but you know, I thought three hours was nothing compared to six. So I would take out all my carbs, um, eat it in salad. Lucky knows it. I eat salads every, every day, you know, chicken salads from uh Chuggle Charlie shout out, uh, just simple breakfast, uh, omelets stuff like that. And I just cut out all the carbs. And yeah, I ended up on a podcast about <laughs> talking about how you need carbs. So, I mean, 
what a, what a 360 we've taken there. So, um, yeah. yeah, just just interested in actually finding out. Uh, and Lockie and I have always talked to each other about, you know, it's not about healthy eating. It's about a healthy lifestyle. Um, you don't want to have healthy eating for about, you know, a week or so and then just fall off the, the grid there. You want to keep it going for as long as you can. And, yeah, so we've ended up together on this on this podcast. So, yeah, that's how we got there. Yeah, that is so cool. It's funny. I think everyone's had that phase of their life when they went fully no carbs. <laughs> <laughs> Something that diet in life. <laughs> it's like an intro into the health world. It's like a prerequisite. You have to go through a dieting phase and be like, oh, hold on. No, <laughs> this is actually what we're supposed to be doing instead. And then we go out and spread the word. <laughs> awesome. And so what are you guys studying now? So I'll take the lead again. Yeah, go for it, man. So uh, I went straight out of school and I went into sport and exercise management. So that's at UTS. And it's basically, I'd say, a general pathway to everything within health and sport. So yep. there's also sport and exercise science, which is very similar. So three out of my four subjects a semester will be the same as the science one. And I'll do a management class and they'll do a science class. But yeah, overall, it's you basically learn about all the basics of the body and basically a lot about nutrition and as well, you have the management side of sport. So it's a big range of stuff. And I don't think there's a direct pathway where people go, but everyone sort of has an idea about halfway through what they enjoyed, what subjects they enjoyed and where they want to go from it at the end. So yeah. Yeah, yeah and I've, I've, I've um, when I got back from, from overseas, I... I actually found that when I was overseas, I was, I was longing to learn something. My brain was sort of like on empty and I was just training, training, training. So I was, my brain was like, uh, I need to learn something here. Cause I feel like I'm not actually growing properly, like mentally. So <laughs> I remember the first thing I did was I downloaded the business HSC syllabus overseas <laughs> just to read it, just to read it, to have like a little bit of content, something going into my mind. Yeah. Uh, you couldn't have put me within, 10k radius of that book uh while i was doing the hsc uh, but somehow i managed to download it after but um now i'm actually studying a, a biz uh, a dual dual diploma um in a private college in uh, the cbd sydney cbd uh i'll be doing i'm doing a dual diploma of business leadership and management so um it's a bridging course into into uni i'll probably do a uh, bachelor of commerce next year um yeah. so yeah we'll see how it goes Oh, awesome. They're valuable skills to have when building up a podcast. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Yeah, awesome. So let's talk a little bit about how you got interested and where the idea for the podcast came from. So funnily enough, Mateo actually didn't start the podcast with me. I did say uh, that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it started around, I'd say, about this time last year, or maybe, maybe call it November last year. Yeah. I met a friend, her name was Molly, and we were... We, we just started to get to know each other and we actually became good friends and she had a big side of mental health and she re had her own story within it and she really wanted to like spread awareness around it yep. and we got talking and obviously I'm a big advocate of nutrition and I saw out of school because it was probably what two years out of school by then I saw people in my year start to gain weight and they like were complete different people to who, who they were in year 12. Mm -hmm. And I thought from that and I was like, I was speaking to her one day, I was like, 
we need to be able to like be able to spread what we think on large scale. Obviously, you can say something on Instagram and not like it's not really the platform unless you're maybe making a proper intention around it. So yeah. we thought, why don't we start a podcast? And it was just it was sort of like a spontaneous idea out of nowhere. And I'm one of those people that don't just have an idea and be like, oh, I might do it later. Like I, I'm one of the people who's like, just do it straight away. Yeah. So from there, we basically just researched. We had no idea how to start a podcast. Researched how to start a podcast. We got two basic microphones and we got the basic application um, audacity to um, record and we just went from there. Yeah, I love that. That's so good. Just getting an idea and running with it. And you learn so much along the way. So good on you for just yeah going with it. And then from there, uh, about two and a half months in, uh, Molly, as I said, she had her own struggle within mental health and she had a lot on her plate. So it became a bit too much for her. And we went our own ways and she no longer wanted to do the podcast, understandably, because she had a lot on her plate. And at that moment, most people would probably be worried and like stressed about the podcast, but literally the moment she said she wouldn't do it, I like it sounds horrible. But straight away, I knew like I want to do it with her. I'm a Superman <laughs> character say the day. In. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, got a cape. You can hear my cape in the in the wind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. He from the start he was supporting the podcast and he'd always like try to promote it from his end and he asked if I ever need anything and. I, I, knew, I just knew he was the perfect person. He has his own story within uh, mental health. And as well, he has a big history of like high performance sport. So I thought he'd align really well, as well as being best mates for what, four years. Yeah. So I thought our personalities work well together. I have the nutrition side, he has the mental health exercise side. So it sort of encompasses that holistic health idea that we wanted to bring forward. And yeah, that's, that's basically how we started the podcast together. Yeah, that's perfect. And how did you feel about it when he did approach you and ask you to be the co-host? Oh, well, um, I remember I was actually just at my lunch break at college and I was sitting down at the table. I got a call. I think it was a call. You called me. I called you. He called me and he's like, dude, like, you know, I need you. I need you right now. I need you, you know, to help me. I'm like, oh, dude, I know I can help you out. So, no, he actually didn't say that. I did not say that at all. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I'm just trying to say, make myself sound better. But um, no, no, he just called me and he's like, oh, look, um, Molly's not doing it anymore. And um, you know, I think you'd be a good fit for it. And I was like, yeah, I mean, yes. I said yes in, uh, originally. And then five minutes in, I started panicking. I'm like, oh, hang on a sec. Let me just, what I got myself let me just think, you know, because I'm like, I'm like, oh, let, let's just uh, hold it. But then I'm like, you know, you know, it's like a big, a big thing that I, thought of was you know just just try new things you know just try new things and you know what's the worst that can happen if it doesn't work out doesn't work out but yeah uh, at the end of the day what we're trying to do is just trying to help people so um that's our main objective so if that if that can work you know in any sort of facet um then that we've we've been successful so um I heard that and I, and we talked about it and then we, I was like, agreed. And then I think it was like a week later, it was in recording the next podcast. So, yeah. um, quick transition, you know, it was a very tough trip. I had to take a hundred meter walk to his house and <laughs> uh, bring my clanky uh, laptop at the time. And then uh, he showed me the ropes and then, yeah, we went from there. Yeah. Amazing. Oh, that's so good that it worked out in such a way yeah. and that you're working so well together and yeah, you do a really good job at everything you're doing. So well done. Mm-hmm. Thanks. 
So you mentioned in there about equipment when you got started. Do you want to tell us a little bit about the microphone you use for podcasting um, and also Audacity, which you mentioned earlier? Yeah. So when when we first when I first got there, um, obviously Lockie was showing me everything, and yep. uh, the first thing I noticed is that you you don't you don't notice how much you know. It's, we didn't you don't have that that much equipment, but it's more than what you would expect. You know, you walk in and you're like. Oh, I didn't know it was this. I don't know what that is. I don't know what this is. Um, so we just we just use these two microphones. I'm not quite, quite sure what brand it was, but we just plugged them into the side of the of the laptop and just spoke into them. Yeah. Um, also, you have this. Lucky had this. Um, I don't know little stand that sort of allows the laptop to sort of breathe underneath. Otherwise, it, it sort of overheats. Yeah. Um, so it has like a little stand. It has a little area that, so that the, the 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 bottom of the laptop gets a bit of air and gets to breathe a little bit so it doesn't overpower and make the generator noise that most people's old laptops make yeah uh, studying. so um yeah there was that and and uh what else Squ- some squeaky chairs we got some squeaky chairs we got some <laughs> some tables uh yeah we, we you know we, we did it at Lockie's house um in the spare room and yeah man that turned out to be our sanctuary um our little area to sort of brainstorm, do things. And uh, yeah, so he walked, I walked in the first day and I was like, oh, good. I know, I know how to work everything now. And uh, yeah, we went from there after that. So uh, nothing crazy, but effective, you know? Yeah, that's good. And it just shows you really only need the basics to get started. It's not like you have to yeah. go out and spend thousands of dollars on the yeah. fanciest podcasting stuff. Yeah, and you see what you have and then you can just be like, Oh, okay, I need to improve this. I need to yeah. improve that, and it, it just it just gives you ideas to improve. So, yeah, it really doesn't matter what you start with because at the end of the day, you're always going to look at it and go, "I can get better than that," or "I can do better in this in this aspect." So, yeah. um, it didn't really matter at the end of the day, you know. Yeah, brilliant. Um, and when you were choosing to go with Audacity, was there a sort of process elimination of which podcast hosts to go with, or did you sort of just find that one and run with it? We started with another host and straight away we realized that long-term Audacity would be the best because you have to have subscriptions for most of them mm-hmm. and uh, you could only have a certain amount of video files and we just thought like, we may as well switch over it like, before like, we get into it too much and we may as well just stick to Audacity because we'll become more familiar with it and it will become second nature. So yeah. we basically thought straight away Audacity was the best way to go. Yeah, perfect. That's good. That's worked out well. For those underwear, Audacity is a, the recording, um, the recording application we use to record the episodes and then to uh, edit them. So that's what we use. Amazing, and that goes well with our next question. When it comes to editing the episodes, do you edit them a lot, or do you sort of just refine them, or nothing at all? How do you go with that sort of stuff? Yeah, so something Lockie and I have learned throughout this podcast is uh, how to speak better. And the first thing we did was we went through uh, through our episodes with a fine tooth uh, comb, and we would get rid of all the ums and ahs and uh, and you know all those sort of things in the in the extended periods of time of, of awkwardness, and yeah. uh, we'd get rid of all that stuff. But then um, I think we started to get a bit better at that now and a bit more flowy. Yeah. So uh we're, we're good at picking up each other's faults and like obviously yeah. we're learning we're, we're only like now we're like six months into it yeah. especially Matteo I'd do you know, longer than Matteo and you learn to speak better and yeah you just you grow from that but I think something that also made us with our editing change is because obviously with COVID 
we couldn't really meet people face to face a lot of the time. And at first we're like, let's just do some episodes by ourselves. And then it got to a point where we're like, let's just try it and see how it goes on Zoom. And we tried it and it worked great. And obviously you have your pauses with people, maybe with the connection's not too good sometimes. Yep. But it's maybe if there's a long pause, we'll, we'll cut it out. But now we don't really we don't really change anything unless there was like maybe a glitch or a, a long pause. And that's pretty much it with editing, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's quite, and we've had our fair share of, of issues where actually speaking of audacity a couple of times on Lockie's laptop, it doesn't seem to work. So oh, there, was, um, there was one time it, it completely crashed and yeah. our whole file got wiped and I was like, we're just, no. we're, we're just lucky because we're lucky because um, we're just lucky because if we were doing that podcast in person with our guests, we probably wouldn't have filmed it. Yeah. And then that's the problem. And the, the reason what saved us was we had the zoom recording and then yeah. Lockie just recorded that recording. Ah, it sounds like such a trick, but he recorded that recording and then we were all good. But uh, yeah. thank God we had that because otherwise, you know, there was a, another episode to be recorded uh, the next day. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> and the frightening aim for whoever was, who just uh, shared their story. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's good to see the challenges as well. And yeah, I yeah. can completely relate to you guys. And there's even been times where we've been like mid conversation and the internet dropped out and just all these yeah. things that you wouldn't expect. And then it's like, oh no, like, you just sort of have to keep going, don't you? You just work with whatever happens. There's actually there's there's one funny story where uh, we're calling remember with Matt Elliott yeah. and we're downstairs <laughs> at my house and the electricians are over and the lights start flashing on and off, on and off. <laughs> no. And he's like, Are you guys trying to signal something? <laughs> <laughs> and it like happened for like five minutes back. We're like, please just ignore it, just keep talking. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was actually it was it was like uh it was like an episode of the Looney Tunes. Like it was just what was happen what was about to happen next. It was just you, there was nothing there was nothing that could have happened that episode towards the end that would have made us scratch our heads and be like, that's weird because it was going down slowly, the lights, and then it would turn back on quickly and Matt's like cracking up and being like, mate, you need to check out your, your lights. <laughs> um, like, you know, back then, I think I, I, recall, I edited that, um, that episode and I just had no idea how to edit that out because how do you explain to people listening to the podcast that the lights are going down and up and, and for them to understand every time you crack up laughing that that's happening without yeah. seeing it? So I sort of, I think I, I think I edited out like, half of the first bit where we were like oh our lights are screwing up so then people i think were just hearing us laughing for no reason yeah. after that so, <laughs> oh well what can you do it's not always perfect. yeah it's, it's all part of it you just got to embrace yeah. it sometimes yeah <laughs> brilliant um and what type of guests do you normally get on the podcast uh so we sort of try to go into three fields we have nutrition field with mental health field and exercise field so yeah. starting the podcast even though it's called a nutrition podcast we want to center around nutrition, but we want to talk about holistic health because a lot of people dismiss a lot of the other parts of holistic health and don't actually understand that, for example, if you train six times a week, but you're not, you haven't got your nutrition right, you're not going to get the goals that you want. Or if you're not sleeping enough, not hydrating enough, like all that sort of stuff, if your mindset isn't in the right place or you're not having enough time off, like there's so many different factors that we, we thought that people just need to be educated on. So yeah, we have people within maybe exercise, mental health and nutrition. And a lot of the time it might, it lately it's been a lot of nutritionists, naturopaths and dietitians, but we also have people down the sports side. So we've had sport players, we've had uh, exercise physiologists, we've had masseuses. Uh, so we've had a big range. And then on the mental health side, we've had like 
talking about mentality and success and eating disorders, eating disorders, yeah, binge eating, all, all that sort of stuff. And so, yeah, it's a, it's a big range, but that's, yeah. that's sort of what the message of our podcast is. And a, and a big thing for us uh, also, we haven't managed really to conquer it fully yet. And uh, there's some real hurdles to doing it actually is to get a lot of people on with their stories mm. uh, to share their stories, you know, people that have very interesting stories to bring them on and, and let them just have their time to, to tell their stories and us to just pick their brain about their experiences. But obviously with that comes a lot of personal um, choice, whether people want to share the, that, uh, that information and, and some people might not be comfortable with it. Um, so with, with people with stories, we tend to, try to find people that are advocates on, on social media um, yeah. and that center their Instagram around that because then they would be obviously more, more willing to share their experiences or their experiences helping other people, stuff like that. Otherwise, it can be very hard to find someone, you know, not, you know, you can't see people's mental health problems from an Instagram post of yeah. them on the beach. So it's hard to identify who's going well, who's not. So we tend to go more for the advocates and, and see what they have to say about the topics of mental health. Yeah, amazing. That's a great mix of guests. And how do you find most of them? We've, I don't think we've had one bad encounter, to be honest. Yeah. And I hear stories from other podcasts where they're like, oh, we've had some bad encounters or we just didn't like mesh well or like the podcast didn't go out because it just didn't go well. We've had, we've had no bad encounters at all. Every yeah, single person yeah. we've actually worked well with. And yeah. one thing I also want to mention is when Sometimes me and Mateo are just by ourselves within the podcast and not having a guest on. And when we do that, because we're not health professionals, and we say this at the start of our podcast, we have a set audio that yep. like, if you have a problem, go to health professionals. And we never like preach our advice. We just give our experience within maybe exercise, nutritional, mental health. And if people want to learn from that experience that we've had, they can. But we never like preach anything and we don't try to advocate anything because we're not health professionals ourselves. Yeah. Yeah, that's a really good thing to do, definitely. Um, and when you're approaching guests to ask them on, to come onto the podcast, how do you go about that? Is it through email or Instagram or LinkedIn or a bit of everything? Yeah, I, I usually uh, manage that sort of stuff. Mateo sort of does more the, uh, the Photoshop and the stuff behind the posts. And I, I'm usually the one that messages people and emails. So uh, email is the main form of approaching people. Yep. and literally sometimes because you have i think before i went into the podcast i had a set amount of people who i'd followed within health and obviously that grows but like it's so hard to find people through instagram because unless you're doing like hashtags and stuff you don't really find people so the, the way i've really been doing it i'd literally go online and whatever topic i wanted to talk about that we wanted a podcast about we just search up maybe like for example if we, we want to talk about for yourself, we want to talk about like meals and that sort of stuff, searching yep. up on the internet, like a blog about that topic. And if you find a blog, going on their site, reading a bit about themselves and thinking if that'd be a good fit for that episode, or maybe because we have literally like 20, 30 ideas of future podcasts we want to do. Yeah. I'll be like, this, she might not fit that, but does this person actually fit another podcast we might want to do? And then I just email them if I can or... Sometimes I do Instagram messaging, but mostly emailing, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's basically one great big stalk sesh. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. <laughs> with a purpose. Less creepy that That's way. Cool. <laughs> yeah, exactly right. yeah. 
Um, and how do you go balancing studying and running a podcast? Because there's obviously a lot involved in podcasting. So do you find yeah, you have an okay balance? Yeah, well, that's one of the things actually. So when Lockie called me up to do the podcast and, and to fill in for Molly, uh, that's one of the things, that, the reasons as to why I was like, oh, you know, stress, um, double, and double thinking my, my, um, my answer. Uh, because I just started that, that study, uh, that, that dual diploma and I wasn't sure what was, how, how heavy the content was going to be and how much study I had to do. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. it is, I'm not going to lie. It is very difficult, uh, fitting in the study and the podcast and my work where I'm also a tennis coach at a school as well. Yeah. And then, having, you know, girlfriend, having friends and, you know, it's very like what Lucky said before, it's, it's quite hard to balance, uh, balance everything. Um, yeah. so I think my key, I'm a very organized person when it comes to uh, scheduling my, my priorities and what I have to do. So I tend to do everything for the podcast straight away. So as soon as, for example, if we, if we, um, if we film a podcast with someone, I, we, we do promotional clips during the week. So yes. I'll clip, I'll make those two clips straight away after the, after the recording, yes. just so it's not lingering on my mind. I do it straight away. Um, and then, yeah, I'll do everything straight away. I'll make a post. If, if Lockie sends me, a, uh, Lockie usually sends me the topic that I have to make the posts about. Yeah. So I'll make the posts instantly, try to do it straight away so that I'm really well prepared. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'll go into my study. So it leaves me more time to study, um, and less time me worrying. And I don't like to procrastinate at all. So I'll, I'm like Lockie with his podcast idea. Think about it, do it straight away. Yeah. Combat it front on and go and do it because uh, the more you think about it and don't do it, the more stress is going to cause you. So I was, I'm just very prepared and very organized with my, um, with my scheduling of, of things I have to do. Yeah. yeah. And myself, I'm pretty similar. And I like listening cause I was actually a fan of your podcast even before like talking to you, which is, it's so funny. I'm actually on the podcast I listen to, but uh, I hear a lot of your guests and they talk about how they have multiple stuff. That, like, and this is like for the business. They might have like three, four different things where they, like make money out of and yeah. that's like that's sort of what I thrive off I thrive off that like being really busy because I have uni I have two jobs and I have a podcast and as well you have your social life and all the other stuff Mateo mentioned uh, so I'm pretty busy but I think it sort of makes me more inspired to like be like grow and like make more of myself because I feel like when I don't have much on and like when I'm on uni break and for, for whatever reason, I'm not working that much at the period. I feel a bit uninspired and I tend to slack around and just watch like maybe a movie or whatever. But when I'm busy, I love to be busy and I love the feeling at night knowing you've done so much. But yeah, we've, we've made a set day on Fridays. It works for both of us. We've made it that we don't work on Fridays and we set Fridays just for the podcast. And that has so far worked with our uni schedules. Yeah, it's, it's somehow, it's, <laughs> somehow it is just, it's, it's worked perfectly. Um, but that I actually second what, what Lucky says there with being busy. I'd much rather be overly busy than have yeah. nothing on because where I struggle with my, my uh, mental health problems was when I had absolutely nothing on and I went from super structured to nothing. Yeah. That's yeah. exactly what happened. So um, for me to have, a lot of things on it's actually much more beneficial for me than, than to have nothing on at all yeah and one more thing just most people right now are still at a uni are mostly online both of us are actually at uni and we're, we're one of the, the 
rare few that like have to go to uni. And my uni is at Moore Park at the moment because we have a, a campus there for health within UTS, which is really cool, but it's just pretty far away from myself. And Mateo's in the city. So yeah, like that, we have to juggle all of that. Yeah. Wow, that is a lot. Hey, you guys do so well to fit it all in. <laughs> uh, one more thing I'll add on, not to ramble, but I think it's a great thing to have so much uh, experience on being busy at such a young age. Uh, I don't think many people have the ambition to go and do something uh, and really fill their plate hundred percent. So for us to be doing this so young, it will lead to us older and when we're older doing other stuff, maybe, or, or, or whatever. And we have more, even more things on the plate. Um, yeah. We know exactly how to handle it and we know what works for us yeah. uh, and how to handle it. We can organize around it. So it's just going to work us in, in great, but it's going to benefit us just extremely a lot. So yeah, uh, yeah it's great. Yeah, definitely. And you mentioned there that you don't procrastinate. So what would your tips be for people who do find procrastination gets in their way? How can they overcome that and become more like you guys where they just think of something and act on it? Uh, I would say get as far away as possible from your kitchen. That's number one. <laughs> and from your pantry. Yeah. Uh, studying next to your pantry is like studying next to your best friend. You're just <laughs> always going to be distracted and you're never going to get any work done. That's yeah. exactly what's going to happen. So I find, you know, grab yourself a little snack, maybe go somewhere else to study, uh, get out of your kitchen area because I feel like a lot of people are just like, oh, I'll have a drink, I'll have a this. Or even get away from the TV, the TV, your laptop, if you can. Um, just try to get away from all your technology and chuck your phone on the other side of the house. Yeah. Uh, maybe run it dry of all its battery so that you have no <laughs> chance to go on it. That's like the very extremes I tend to go to to like make sure I study. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just get all the distractions out of the way, I think, and, and be honest with yourself. Don't, you know, get real with yourself. Don't procrastinate. Procrastination is like telling an excuse to yourself to do something else. Right. Yeah. Um, so I think just be, be real with yourself and really level with yourself and be like, look, I need to get this done. Yeah. Um, and there's going to be big consequences on my well-being, you know, stress wise, if I don't get it done. So let's just yeah. do this now and just get it done. So yeah. I'm on the other end, to be honest. Like, I'm, I'm a bit different. Lately, within the last year, I've set something up and it's pretty common that I have goals for the week. So I set on my notes and it's pretty specific. I try to make it specific so it's not just like touch my uni assignment because then I'll literally like do two words on me. Yeah. Uh, it, I make specific goals and it's not just stuff within like uni or the podcast. It's yeah. everything. So even like seeing my girlfriend twice a week, contacting my mates to make sure like they're, they're all good or like seeing if they want to hang out, stuff like walking, making sure I'm getting out of the house because it's so easy to be bogged down in work and yeah. trying to just like be so busy that you don't actually focus on your own mental health. And I find that walking is not only good uh, exercise wise, but it actually helps my well-being. And my, you basically, I sort of clears myself and ensures my stress levels are maintained like pretty consistently. So yeah, that, that's, that's the way I sort of structure myself. And I find that the times that I don't do that, I procrastinate way more and I don't actually get stuff done. But when I do have the structure, I feel so much better and I love knowing in advance what I'm doing. So I know, I like picture my head when in the week I'm going to do it and I just get it all done. Yeah. No, they're really good tips. I would like Spoken that. Like true professionals. We're going to walk away from this episode so much more productive now.
We should get Shana back on our podcast to talk about solely how to not procrastinate. I think those are two. <laughs> You'll test me if I was listening to yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> it's an important topic though, because it gets in the way of so many different things, whether it is related to what we're talking about here on this podcast and like going after your goals and building a career you love, or whether it's related to your health goals and doing the yeah. things you need to do to be healthy and thrive. Procrastination can be such a barrier to all of those things. So it is an important yeah. topic. And it relates to not only a specific few, but everyone can procrastinate. That's, yeah. that's the big thing about it. No matter where you are, who you are, you yeah. procrastinate. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Brilliant. So we've spoken a bit about how you go about recording it all and fitting it all in. Let's talk a little bit about the after production now. So the promotion of the podcast, what do you do for that? You do some great clips. So you've mentioned you take those immediately after the podcast and share them on socials. Is that the main way of getting it out there? Yeah, so we have a bunch of different methods. I mean, you could really look at the word promotion a ton of different ways. You know, it's, it's not just one sole uh, way of getting your product out to people. It's, there's so many different avenues to do it, yeah. um, especially with social media these days. You know, it's just like, especially when we've started this a social media um, endeavor of trying to get people to look at us and, and you know, to try to see if, how many eyes can get on us. Um, it's quite interesting all the possibilities you can do to try to promote. So yeah, the clips, uh, but that's more internal. That's more for our own people following to, to just have a little bit of a teaser or like a, a view for what could be in the podcast, um, coming up. Yeah. But also like even stuff like hashtags, um, Lockie and I had to talk about and, uh, hashtags is ridiculous how you can just, uh, hashtags certain things and it reaches someone in in denmark you know like it's yeah. just crazy how like two boys from uh sydney can just tag something on their photo and it can reach someone from across the globe so um yeah. that that can tell you all you need to know about reach it's just you know putting a hashtag before a yeah. word is incredible yeah. how it can do it so yeah. those are two ways and i'm sure lucky has some others that yeah, we can well, tell you. with the hashtag we have because like, obviously we have structured posts so on monday we have the promotional photo of because obviously the, the video the podcast comes out each monday at 2 p.m yep. so we have the promotional photo at 12 p.m on a monday and Mateo sorts the quality behind the photo we'll get the guest to send us a photo and we'll touch that up and we'll make it the promotional photo yep. to engage people and then tuesday we'll have a true or false so it'll be mostly i will because i do the content for that sort of stuff and he does the editing for it I yep. try to make the true or false based on the episode that's coming out that week. And I try to make it something around what the guest has talked about and just something that might engage people on Instagram. And Wednesday we have, we have a video. So Wednesday's a nutrition based video could be anything lately. We've been doing like product reviews of uh, like different foods or brands. And we sort of just rate it out of 10. We also have sometimes a recipe or stuff like that. Yeah. Thursdays we have the first promotional video for the next week. Mm -hmm. Friday we have uh, what would you prefer? So it's like a calorie lower calorie comparison to a high calorie comparison, or it might be like a sugar comparison or a protein comparison. Yep. Just trying to debunk some sort of the the myths and the marketing that is portrayed in the health field. And yep. then Saturday we have another video that's more. Uh, usually a three tips so we have three tips for anything and for each of the videos each week we jump between both of us so one of us to do it and then sunday we have the second promotional video so that's that's a way we 
we have the Instagram set up so it's consistent and we have hashtags under each post. So we'll write whatever we want and then we'll have about 10 dots and then we'll have like a block of hashtags that are consistent for each post. Yep. So that tends to get some traction for the posts and yeah. some people that may not have found us before can find our posts. What else? And also one thing with the videos we do, we do that through InShot. So InShot's a pretty easy app. It's free and it's pretty easy to use. I'm not someone that's good at editing and I somehow can edit them. <laughs> yeah, like it's, it's, it's really beneficial for anyone really. Like you could even do like your iMovie, yeah. like your, your vacation sort of videos on that sort of stuff. But um, yeah. it's really beneficial. But also what I was going to say is like Lockie was mentioning all the posts we do, you know, we do seven posts a week. We do one per day. Yep. Um, and what we were talking about before about um, organization and, and procrastination is just really important to get that. That's why I do it straight away. And that's why Lockie sent me the stuff straight away so that we can really get on top of it and be weeks in advance. You have two weeks in advance, um, yeah. Wow. It's like, and also I have to like praise Lockie for that idea of doing the true or false uh, based on the episode. Yep. Because we were getting to a point at the start of, of like, I think like two months in where yep. we were starting to think, we were starting to run out of true or falses to put yep. on the, on the, you know, on the true or false post. Yep. Uh, so I think it was a really good idea from him to just be like, you know, we do, we do two weeks in advance and we'll, we'll, have, we'll already know the content from that, that episode. So we can mm -hmm. just put one and put a topic in from then and, um, and focus on that. So it makes it much easier for Lucky and I to um, make posts and keep it creative. Yeah. And one more thing with promotion, I think people underestimate it so much is the power of word of mouth. Yeah. I think that's where most of our listeners come through. And there's so many funny stories about where people be like, Oh, I told this person or I found your podcast through blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, how? Like it doesn't make sense. But yeah, the, the power of word of mouth, I think it's free marketing and we don't, we don't pay anything for this podcast because it's solely a, a sort of venture just to help people. We're not trying to get any finance out of it and we don't accept any uh, promotion of anything at the moment. We're just literally trying to, being two guys, trying to help as many people, reach as many people as we can to help change their lives for the better. Yeah, brilliant. I guess that leads me really well into the next question. What is your overall aim for the podcast? Is it really just that helping as many people as you can? Yeah, and I mentioned earlier, we sort of have, our, our audience is pretty wide, but mostly we go for the 18 to 24 year old range because that's that range where you've gone out of school, you, have, you don't really have structure a lot of the time, you don't know what you're doing with your life and your health can be dismissed because other things get put forward. Mm. And as well, we talk about stuff like suicide and that's, those top topics, it's the age where that stuff's most prevalent and we find it such an important topic to be talked about and discussed and especially for guys because guys commonly get told the be a man like be tough and you can't really talk about your feelings or even cry that sort of stuff so we try to be uh pretty strong on that sort of stuff don't we yes yeah, it's, it's you know it's kind of it's tough, you know, some, some topics are really tough. What I mentioned before, trying to get people on to share their stories with that sort of topic, it's, it's very tough to do that. Um, yeah. So I think a big, a big aim for us is just to try to, I mean, those topics can, can either, it's tricky because they can either trigger someone really badly or they can help. So it's like one extreme or the other. So yeah. you just got to be careful. And it's even how we word questions, we've got to be very careful because yeah. it, 
it can uh, set off someone that we don't even know, you know, mm. it can just set off someone from listening to it. Um, and I, I feel like we know that more than anyone with, with seeing stuff online. So yeah. um, I think yeah, back, back, back to the point, literally to reach as many people as we can yeah. to help change their life for the better. And it might be in any aspect. They might learn one thing from an episode. And if they do, that makes us so much happier. Like when I receive or when we receive a message on Instagram from people saying like, thank you so much or anything like that, it, ma- it makes our day because we're literally just here to help as many people as we can. And if we do that, it's made our day better. Yeah. And even if um, people feel happy listening to us, stupid voices uh every monday that's <laughs> that's a plus you know if, if we can make them smile then that's that's another one so that's yeah. a good thing to win what a beautiful purpose and intention behind the podcast it's a great thing to be doing Thank and you what would much. you say you're welcome what would you say the best thing about podcasting is i i'd say like well this is one way to answer i said to Matteo when we went into it the worst case out of this podcast We've got a lot of communication skills out of it. So we're like going into future jobs. We're so much better at public speaking. I know both of us in high school dreaded public speaking. used to get so nervous. And like no matter who we're interviewing now or how big they are, we don't really get nervous. It's just, it's sort of become second nature. Whereas I remember the first time we had, we had Anthony Miller on the podcast and we was like, Oh, I was, well, I'm, I'm, well, a lot of people might not, who that, not know who that is, is a rugby league, um, Sydney Roosters legend. I'm a Sydney Roosters fan, so man, we you fanboyed we, we, we fanboyed big. Well, I did, but um, we were clicking the Zoom link, and and it said, "Oh, he has joined." And I'm like, man, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this. I don't get I, I don't get sweaty very often. My hands were just like waterfalls. So I was like, man, I got to get got to get under control here. So, but it's just yeah. the whole like first one, you know, and mm. after that we've sort of become numb to that whole feeling of like nerve nerves because we just know how to conduct ourselves a bit better. And what, like you were saying with communication skills, even like being confident with how you talk to people, it, it can really help that thing, that, that stuff is one. What I think lucky was going to go on to is at the very, very least we have something on our resume, you know, yeah, that's, that's, that's the very, very least we have something on our resume to, uh, that will distinguish us from a lot of other people. Yeah. So, um, and uh, very beneficial yeah so they're the first two and then the third one obviously contacts you like we've made so many contacts within the, the, the holistic health field yeah. and it's it's amazing how many people you can reach and the, the people you do meet because there's there's so many little things like i went to a sports masseuse who we eventually got on the podcast yeah. and he gave me the link to sophie scott who you've had on the podcast yeah uh, your podcast and then that got me to listening to your podcast and then that got me to wanting you on the podcast. So like, it's just so funny how things like go like happen, but yeah, they're, they're the three things, but I think, yeah, it's, it sort of sets us up. So we've, it's not a business, but we have an idea of how the real world works with people like structuring their times and their day and how, contacting people works and that sort of stuff so even even how to write emails stuff like that very yeah. simple stuff that may seem very obvious um it's just yeah. like a business yeah point like of view, you so. gotta you know you gotta learn how to do that stuff early i think because um it, once again it can separate you from a lot of other people yeah. some people might see a resume and if it looks bad they throw it to the bottom of the pile you know what i mean so and, and gaining on that yeah the last thing i want to say out of the basic things you learn is education we literally learn not yeah. only one from a business side and the other side, nutrition side, there's always those, those topics where we're just like, wow, we did not know that or 
that's such an interesting point of view and yeah. we learn so much from it. So yeah, they're, they're all the basic stuff I'd say. What do you think? Yeah, I think that's, that's everything really. Yeah, so many good benefits. I love it. And what, like you touched on, one of my favorite things as well about podcasting is the amazing connections you make and the people you get to meet and just have fun conversations with. Like it's such Thanks. a fun. Uh, and- yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, that was an indirect compliment there. Oh, absolutely. You guys are including that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Um, so my next question, we've just spoken about the benefits, but what are some of the challenges of running a podcast? I, it goes back to scheduling, I'd say. Scheduling is yeah. probably the biggest one. Uh, it's just basically making it all fit within your life. Obviously, we're not getting paid for it. If you're getting paid for it, like happy days, much, like yeah. we can cut our jobs out, but we're still going to earn money. So we've got our own jobs on the side. So I'd say scheduling is the biggest one. And another big one is basically think, probably thinking of ideas. We, yeah. we spend a few hours just sometimes just, like chatting like obviously before we have someone on the podcast we sit there for half an hour and we just chat and we talk about ideas and future topics and stuff like that yeah so i think a big one is finding people of different fields like i guess you'd have that with your podcast as well shana that you want people that have sort of different avenues not not the yeah. same sort of people every time because there's so many different fields but you got to be able to think of it and how you think of it is can be so difficult yeah, I think I, I 100% agree with the scheduling difficulties. It's, it's um, as, as Lockie said prior, is that he does a lot of the, the scheduling and, talk and emailing and all that stuff um, and getting into contact with people. And, you know, I get all these big, I get all these uh, emails from people like responding on my phone. I get all these notifications saying like, oh, can we change it 30 minutes? Can we do this way? And there's a lot of the days where it's like, no, we, you know, we can't actually do that because we have work on at a time or we have to see someone or, um, so it's, it's kind of, you know, it's three people's schedule. It really yeah. is. So there's Lockie, <laughs> myself and the, and the guests. So Lockie and I have our schedule sorted, but the, the guests might not. So, uh, that's why I also think it's really good for us to schedule in advance. So yeah. that we have a lot of time to really make any changes if we need. Um, but yeah, difficulties, uh, scheduling definitely, and I said the creativity. Yeah, creativity yeah. Is, is not is not very uh, easy to come about when you're you know doing seven posts a week. It's mm. kind of hard to find things. So that's why um, I think it's good that Lucky thought of that idea about making the topics uh, surrounding the episodes that are coming out that week. Yeah. And the fact that you have that structure as well, knowing what you're going to post on which day, that would be so helpful because you don't have to think of a completely new concept every single time. It's kind of like, okay, it's either a promo video or it's a true false or yeah, talking about the next episode. So you've got that structure and that would be really beneficial. Yeah. And one more thing with structure I've started to do the last few weeks and it's benefited so much us so much more is with the guests I'm trying to get the next month's guest at least a month in advance. So yep. I'm scheduling the month and I'm writing it down and I'm saying the time. So it's locked in. Whereas before we'd say like maybe two weeks before we'd lock it in. And if someone didn't come on, we'd just do it. Like we'd think of an episode ourselves and just do an episode with us too. Yeah. So, yep. so it just stuff. allows way more. Um, it also allows us to bulk up our, our episode content. Like we can really, if we know that one of us has a holiday or something coming up, we can be like, all right, let's record one ourselves. Um, yep. And we can just, throw that one whenever really, you know, so we can, week off, yeah. we can really do, we get really, uh, by scheduling in advance, we have 
all the possibilities of taking a week off or doing um, something else with some other family friends or family or girlfriends or whatever. So yeah, uh, yeah, that's how it goes. Yeah, very smart. And what would your advice be to other people who are thinking about starting a podcast? I'd say just go for it. One thing I'd, I'd also say is try to make a niche of some sort. So a lot of people, obviously with us, we thought a lot of people have a nutrition podcast, a lot of people have an exercise podcast, but there's not really this holistic health idea with a lot of people and especially within Australia. So we thought it'd be an interesting topic. I'd say, yeah, just make a niche. And even if it is nutrition, try to make something quirky about the podcast that's different to most and run with it. Like I think that the biggest lesson we've learned is just do it. Like the worst that happens is you get back to the point where you're, you are right now procrastinating if you're going to do it or not. So yep. just run with it. And the worst, com- the worst comes the worst. As we said, that the basics of having a podcast, the, the basic perks of it is what you're going to gain out of it. Yeah. For yeah. Sure. And for me, I think very similar to what Lockie said, but I think a lot of us get caught up in what, in what we think other people are going to think of what we're doing. You know what I mean? So I think the biggest one for, for myself personally is just to not worry about what other people think. Yeah. Um, just, just do what you want to do. Um, as long as it's not hurting anyone, do what you want to do and just uh, try to enjoy it and do it to the best of your ability. And if people want to say stuff and talk about it, then that's their choice. But, um, you know, you have full control of your life to do whatever you want. So Good point. Yeah. go go for it and, and uh, yeah, either fail or succeed. Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love it. I always like to say that we can't live our life for other people. So yeah, it's completely what you guys are saying. Like just go after what you want to do. You're always going to have people that judge you um, either positively or negatively, but it's no skin off your back. Like you just got to go after it and yeah, do what makes you happy. And one one more thing, like podcasts these days are so common, right? But if you think about it, like it's not that common. It, it, I mean, most people listen to podcasts these days, but not that common to find someone you know that does a podcast, if you know what I mean. So it's still quite rare. You know, there's as many podcasts as there are. um, It is still quite rare to know someone that does one. So I think just go for it. If if you're really, really thinking about it, go for it. If you're passionate about something, go for it and just uh, try to make the best that you can with what you have. That's that's really what I can say. Yeah, brilliant. All right, now I've got a book question that I ask everybody. So you've both got to answer one book each. If you could recommend <laughs> one book for the listeners to read, what would it be and why? So I'm, you can go first. I'm, I've, I've got a book, but yep. I've, I've got a similar answer to, I think, a lot of guests that have been in the past. I'm not a book person myself, and I grew up struggling to read just because I had a learning difficulty when I was young, and I was born deaf in one year. So that basically made me struggle with all my motor skills and all this different stuff. And yeah. I found that when I read, I couldn't like picture the book in like, like as a, like a, as a play or whatever, as many people could. And since then I was never a big fan, but I do have one book and I, I am, I do prefer audio books, but one thing I would recommend is not actually probably for your listeners themselves, but if they're trying to help people uh, within health and nutrition, I'd highly recommend this, especially for weight loss. It's Lane Norton's Fat Loss Forever. It basically, I think he's really good at bringing the basics of nutrition, which can be sound actually really complicated and making them uh, simplified for the average person to understand. So it's a book that most people could be, could literally learn from and like grow and understand nutrition basics. And one more thing, as I said, I'm more of an audio person. 
I yeah. think James Smith, he's a uh, PT from England, but he lives in Australia. He has a, a podcast himself and mm. he talks about basically a lot, a lot of health. He, he now has a podcast which is more about daily life with his mates, but he, has a, he had a podcast which at the start of it, he talked a lot about health stuff and he's really good at making you feel better about yourself, especially for the average person that maybe struggles with certain topics or self-confidence. He makes you feel normalized and understand that you don't need a six pack to be healthy. You don't need to be on the beach taking a photo, having that beach bod to be your happier self. You can be happy eating that meal out with your friends and enjoying the food you're having. So he's another one I'd recommend. Yeah. yeah and, and we're not anywhere near the bookworm that you are shana but <laughs> <laughs> i actually have a book i'm reading right now but i think it's probably not the best to uh it's quite it's not uh, i'm quite a big horror fan but i like crime as well i like reading about crime and true stories more than more than fiction so yeah. i have a book about a, a serial killer but i'm not gonna <laughs> talk about that uh, but uh just uh, another book that i bought actually when i went to the bookstore for the first time in my life i uh bought this book called super pumped and it's about um uh, it's called Super Pumped, The Battle for Uber. So it's about how Uber started and the startup of Uber and um, the competition there are between Lyft rides, essentially. And because I'm so interested in business and, and how it works, I mean, I just got that book and I've just started it and it's actually quite good so far. So um, I would recommend that book if you're interested in business. I wouldn't recommend the other one that I'm talking about. That's why I'm not bringing up the name. So uh, maybe I can do an episode solely about that. No, nope, that's not happening. Uh, Lockie, uh, we talk to Lucky about it and see what he says. Nope. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I don't think you could really look to me as a person for her book advice. But uh, yeah, that's my two cents. Yeah, no, that sounds like an interesting book. Absolutely. Yeah. Learning about like what Uber has achieved. They've done massive things in the business world so yeah really interesting one you can learn things from there as well like you can as funny as it sounds like reading stuff like that that's why i like fiction books um and that's why i like watching documentaries and stuff like because you learn from others experiences and what not to do or what to do (laughs) yeah how not to be a serial killer (laughs) (laughs) exactly how not to do that stuff so yeah exactly right Awesome. Well, this has been so much fun, guys. Is there anything that we haven't discussed today that you want to chat about before we wrap up or any parting words of advice for the listeners? I have one thing for advice. And even though we're younger than people and uh, we probably don't not as wise as people, I say one thing I've learned, which has probably helped so much within my, my life in general. And my dad's taught me this is don't ask, don't receive. So no matter where you are, what you're trying to achieve, just ask. And the worst that happens is to say no. And a lot of people don't have the confidence to actually ask it. And that's the biggest hurdle. Having the confidence in any aspect to ask a question can make the world a difference and it can actually transform your life in any way. So that's one, that's one thing I highly recommend. Yeah. Yeah. The saying is closed mouths don't get fed. If you don't open your mouth and mouth and ask for something, then you're not going to get the rewards. So yeah. I fully agree with what Lockie says. And, and we did one. that with the podcast. Yeah, exactly. And it, it's, right. and it's helped, helped out so much. So gaining that confidence to do it and just going for it. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. That's awesome. What a good note to leave on. Yeah. Um, and where can the listeners find you to learn more about your podcast and listen along and follow your journey? You can find us in two places. Firstly, on Instagram, we're at the Nutrition Expedition. And as I said, we, we do week, uh, daily posts there. So if you want to check us out on there, mostly that's where you can get us. But if you have any questions, you can shoot us a message on there. We're happy to respond to any of you and 
answer anything you guys have. And we're on, on email at nutrition expedition podcast at gmail.com. Amazing. So definitely. Um, and then one more thing about uh, our podcast. This is something I love and this is what I'll leave. Uh, this will be my last chat. And what I'll say is that when you're looking at anyone's podcast, you don't, and, and you know, someone that's doing a podcast, you don't have to go and watch and listen to every single one of them. Um, because you're not a bad friend if you don't listen to one of your friends' podcasts. So I think if you're looking through people's podcasts and someone's recommended you something, scroll through. Usually they'll have a lot of episodes and just try to find something that catches your eye um, and try to listen to the things that you're interested in. You don't have to listen. You don't like if we, if we say go and visit us or whatever, you don't have to go and look and listen to every single episode, look for what interests you and then watch it and then listen to it or watch it. So yeah. um, yeah, Be picky with your with your selections. Yeah, yeah, good tip. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being here today. It's been such a pleasure, and I'm sure everyone's going to love this episode and learning all about the behind the scenes of podcasting. Well, they better, they better, they better like it. I think <laughs> they, they, they definitely. Uh, I think I think uh, hopefully they enjoy the, the our um, back and forth with Lucky and I. So. Well, hear more of it at the Nutrition Expedition. <laughs> I'd, I'd just like to say thanks, Shana, because I've told you before, but I know a lot of the, li- I'm speaking for a lot of the listeners that like, your podcast helps a lot of people within health make feel better about themselves and realize that there are a lot of opportunities and you just got to reach out to find it. So your, your podcast has helped a lot of people find a, different, a lot of different avenues that they can go into. And I'm sure stuff like stress and anxiety will help a lot of people going into it. So thank you. Yeah. Oh, thank you, Lucky. That's really nice of you. And yeah, I appreciate it. I love doing this and meeting awesome people like you guys and just being able to help fellow nutritionists and people interested in the health field. That's it. That's awesome. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Thanks guys. I hope you enjoyed that episode as much as I did. I feel like I gained so much valuable insight and advice from it. And I hope you agree. If you did enjoy this episode, please leave me a review and tell me what you think. I would love to hear your feedback. Do you know anyone else that this episode can benefit? I would be so grateful if you share it with them. That way, they too can benefit from all of the insight that we covered today. Your support means so much to me, and together we can help even more people build a career and a life that they love. Thank you for being here. Until next time, keep making your dreams a reality.